What's going on, thinkers? And that you heard is actually our new intro for uh, Spooky Season. It's actually our normal intro, just reversed. Oh, I was going to say, it was weird. Added, I added a couple things. It, it took me a minute to do it, but... And I only talked because lately you've... I know, I've been muted. and I have, muting yeah. both of us. But, uh, I didn't hear anything anyway. Yeah, I know. I, I looked at you, I was like, yeah, you can't hear this. I thought you'd come in with a... That should have been the intro. Uh, you know what? I think I do actually have that though too. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, welcome back to another episode of Impulsive Thoughts. I'm Lupe, joined here with Mr. Dan. We're doing this again. <laughs> no. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I have a little more energy tonight than I did last week. <laughs> and Miss. I'm Allie. <laughs> I thought she was going to do it, too. <laughs> she thought about it. I, I know, I saw her. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> I have a voice, so that's good, because I did not this morning. And it's a guys. little raspy, but I'm, it's here. Hi, guys, I'm Don. <laughs> and I know I said it, but this is Impulsive Thoughts, and welcome back to another episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And happy Friday the 13th. Yes, it's my people's holiday today. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I heard this morning, we're sitting in... Uh, we're sitting at work, and my trainer goes, the Popeye's and Portage is on fire. I was like, save the biscuits! <laughs> but I had no voice, so I was like, save the biscuits! And so, obviously, I texted all my dispatch people, and I'm like, I need confirmation. Is the Popeye's and Portage for real on fire? <laughs> and so... You know, I, I did get confirmation. It was on fire, like, and I guess it was mostly outside, mm. but... No biscuits were hurt. In the I was going to say, did they save the biscuits? Um, we didn't get any. Well, so it's I, okay. They're dry, you know. Yes. But my point was, I wanted biscuits and potatoes. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie's sick, and she wanted biscuits and potatoes. <laughs> you and your say, potatoes lately. I like potatoes. You've been, you've been on a potato kick. Because I can't have them. Carb uh, kick. I know. Well, you know what? Uh, you know what's weird? And now that you said that, uh-huh. I I carb cycled this week. Yeah, I haven't gained a fucking pound. Are you supposed to when you carb cycle? Yeah. Oh, I was actually really shocked. I have been humble brag there. Oh, I tried gaining weight and I didn't. Oh no, guys. don't get me wrong. I'm 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 <laughs> up, you know, twelve pounds since my light. Twelve pounds? No, fifteen pounds since my actual lightest weight. That's a Tuesday for me. <laughs> <laughs> I started my keto. Like, I restarted my mm-hmm. keto with mm-hmm. being sick, which, shocking. Um, but, and I go by my way speeds. Yeah. And everything like that. And both of them are falling right down again. So That's good. But it's so weird because I go back into it within two days. See, and it takes me over a week to get back into ketosis. Mine is it's two It's so days. strange. Mine is two days and my shit starts just falling off. Yeah. Because I I don't know. So do you gain right away when you stop? Yeah. Oh, I bloat. Uh-huh. I bloat almost instantly. He's mm-hmm. seen me do it. It's, oh, okay. My body 
I don't gain weight, uh-huh. it'll look like I do because just... Which is why scales are bullshit. It's how right. you look and how well, close it is. Yeah. Weight speeds. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I really try not to get on that scale, but... I have a lot of stops that have, like, the industrial scales, <laughs> and I'll just jump on and look. I'm like, okay, well, with all this stuff on right. and the keys in my pocket. I used to I'm do like, it at Roscoe. about this? By the soil dock, I'd jump on. Yeah, our, I I, do, I've been doing that lately. <laughs> and it was funny the other day, uh, because if there's nothing on there, it's like negative something. Negative 115. I thought it was 113. Either way. Oh, yeah, 113, sorry. And so Sergio's walking by with me, and I jump on it, and here we go. I'm like, ah. He's like... No fucking way you weigh that. I'm like, yep, Sergio, I lost some weight. He goes, no fucking way. I'm like, Serge, I go, it's 113 pounds less because the slings are not here. He goes, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So, anyway. And Hazel. Daniel, it is your day. The, the stars have aligned, and it just so happened my day is on my day. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? What do you? So what do you, you know? What are you bringing to the table today? So I Looks have like a notebook. I have a case. <laughs> but before we get to that, real quick, you know, in the group text earlier, Donnie sends out our stats, and I'm a little upset. So I don't know if they're going to hear it because, according to this, no one from Georgia is listening to us. But we do have three listeners from Utah. And dude that went looking for the the um, haunted mansion with me is from Salt Lake City, so I wonder if he's spreading the word out there, Mister Mister Faber out there in uh, Utah. That's pretty badass if you're still listening. But yeah, there's nobody from Georgia listening. I Wait, also... it actually. Oh shit! What? I didn't know Don. Yeah, he broke. Yeah. It's Don broken sent... down my state. You know what? I... I know you were on route today, so yeah. you couldn't look at it. I also saw that we had how many eight from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And. I know who those is. <laughs> but yeah, the top one of ones. them be the K Dog. Oh, are we allowed to mention her this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Pennsylvania. I wonder if that's Don. There's seven of them there. Yeah. He said he's been handing out the cards out there. Nice. But yeah, 90. The top is Indiana. 33 Illinois. Makes 20 sense. California. Eight Florida. Seven in Pennsylvania. 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 <laughs> Six from <laughs> Texas. Stupid. Five from Tennessee. Four from Virginia. Three in Utah, then three in North Carolina, and then we're gonna stop there because you guys don't need to hear me running reading off states. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my uh, the podcast that I started listening. I actually really started listening to podcast mm-hmm. Cigar Pulpit. He's in St. Louis. Oh yeah, he's the one that first. I well, well, no, technically he's uh, he's Illinois still. Like Al Tom, isn't that right next to the border? Al Tom or something's called. Shit, fucked if I know. Yeah. <laughs> so before I get to my actual case i wanted to dive into my uh friday the 13th and read a few a few fun facts about the friday the 13th film series okay um camp crystal lake is a real place it's actually named camp Nobi Bosco bosco and it's located in the katatani mountain region of northwestern new jersey in the off-season, the camp alumni set up props and offer spooky tours to celebrate the movie series, which I've seen that on Facebook. Come visit the actual place, and oh, I would love to be able now, to, I to know, do that. I know there's a, there's a Crystal Lake, Illinois, mm-hmm. and I know they do the same thing. Do they really? Yeah, I don't know if there's a there's a, like a camp Crystal Lake up over right. there, but I know they did they do do the same thing. Do 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 do. Yeah, I know there is, like I said, I had joked months with you guys that, hey, 
we should go to Crystal Lake on Friday the 13th. But that's like fucking two hours away from here on a Friday night and now in the rain. And now yeah. you work in your hours too. Yep. I'm happy being here in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> He's even happier. Oh, you know what? I didn't even tell you how much happier you're about to be. Uh-oh. Cause so you're not going to have to see me every other week. That doesn't make me happy, but we're past our we're past, we're past, we're past Give our the play people fighting. What they want, Dan? Our fucking I'm so happy. Lupe, how do we get around here every week? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yes. <laughs> uh, fuck <funny, laughs> number two. Eight different actors have played the role of Jason Voorhees. Eight of them. No shit. Uh huh. <laughs> so um both of you looked at me so dumbfounded <laughs> of all the names i've read I, I know kane hodder the most he's yeah, the one that's that i, one I know the most. and then Derek mears i know him a lot too he's the most recent i think right and i believe he played michael myers a couple times too yes you're right so uh he oh, the form you know he's called the form <laughs> oh yeah in the movie um number three the director of the original friday the 13th sean s cunningham was the producer of Wes Craven's The Last House on the Left, and both Craven and Cunningham would go on to have legendary careers in the horror game. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good one, in case y'all are wondering. Throughout 12 movies, Jason has killed 150 people. Dun, dun, dun. Over 150 people. This website doesn't have the exact count. I've read an actual website that has the exact count of how many kills he has and Freddy has and, and Michael has. And Michael's numbers have jumped since the most recent movies because you've seen him destroy yeah. like whole cities now <laughs> yeah um this is all right spoiler alert for those of you who have not ever watched friday the 13th um I'm, i think we're good i'm gonna say i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> but it came out in 19 fucking 80 uh so in friday the 13th 1980 and friday the 13th a new beginning 1985 jason doesn't actually kill anyone dun 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 you're right yes. and to correct correct you from earlier sorry um it wasn't the form it was the shape the shape Ooh, i was close same thing you're right the shape though you're right even <laughs> in the credits says the shape yeah <laughs> but anyway uh jason does not wear his signature hockey mask until friday the 13th part three mm-hmm. he doesn't wear anything over his face in the original uh, and then friday the 13th part two he wears a bag over his face a potato sack i yeah. believe a burlap sack i've seen it um, there are four Friday the 13th video games. Excellent. And most the most recent one was actually pretty fun. Yep, May 26, 2017 it came out. I mm-hmm. played it. It's pretty cool. You're right. Um, Freddy vs. Jason has a comic book series. Yeah. The six-part miniseries is titled Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, which if you are listening to our podcast and you know horror and you know shit, you should know Ash is from Evil Dead series. Um, so there's that. Um... And that's most of my fun facts about Friday the 13th. I wanted to keep it simple so that I can just, I don't know, I couldn't not mention Friday the 13th on my uh, on my day, you know. <laughs> um, and then also, just this is another, just throw it out there. I don't know if you knew this. I, I thought I'd heard this before, but I wasn't sure. But the, the original inspiration for Friday the 13th, according to this, and I, when I get into my case, you'll hear more later, um, was the movie Halloween. It was supposedly a cash grab. They had saw how popular John Carpenter's Halloween was. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Fuck it, let's make our own movie monster." And they said, "Let's make some money off this shit and cash in." So. Well, yeah, because I mean, it did come out two years later. If it actually came out in 1980. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 78 was Halloween. Um, yeah. And Which then, is, I think, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Friday the 13th, but I think I lean more 
on uh, Michael Myers and Halloween. And it's it's funny. I think I I I like the Halloween movies better. Um, but Jason's just my dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got his tattoo on me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and then also the screenwriters originally were going to call it the Long Night at Camp Blood. So that's a little interesting. There. Friday the Thirteenth is better. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so yeah, that is that is all for now. Um, because I, like I said I, I spent so much time researching this case. I, I originally, when I first told you three weeks ago, oh, I know what I'm doing because I had planned it out. It's going to be the thirteenth. But then I'm like, when I remembered this case that ties into it, I'm like, nope, nope. I got to do, I got to do this case. And then I, as I dive more into this case, I'm like, I got to spend more time on the actual case than Friday the Thirteenth facts and shit. Because I had all kinds of facts based on. The real Friday the Thirteenth, not the movies, like the fear behind it and 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 super superstitions behind it and everything. Mm-hmm. But no, I want I like this case a lot. So, <laughs> which is funny because I have a case in case you didn't have one that occurred on Friday the Thirteenth. Oh really? Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, you you did. Yep. Yep. That is so that's, cool. That will be my next case because I won't be here for next week so right and then the week after because we're because we're doing yeah because you were we, you guys switched spots right it's supposed to be my my week next week yeah oh but next week's the i'm gonna next week is the halloween episode and our 100 year anniversary and two years i'm not that old dan wait tw- no i thought week, we thought next week is not next oh week, no next, next week's, week's the, the 21st yeah yeah or the 20th it's be my episode. Yeah, yeah you're right so the, you will be here for the two-year anniversary right. on yeah. the 27th Oh, because you won't be here next week. Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Somebody's going to have to do an episode. Okay. That's fine. We can find one. I do actually have somebody that... Well, I'll talk to you guys later yep. about that. So, uh, without further ado... You're replacing me? No, 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 no. I've... Um, Eric Osborne, the one that, yep. that said that uh, you sound like uh, last podcast on the left, he said he would love to do a guest, uh, guest host. Ooh. A restaurant is replacement. Well, we'll have to talk about this off the air, Valley. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> once again, without further ado, um, those of you that are like doing deep dives into true crime and love horror movies, you may have heard about this before. Uh, you may not have. This takes place in Finland, a little town called Espoo, Finland. <laughs> I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, and I probably will not pronounce a lot of shit Espoo. right. Espoo. E S P O O. E S P O O. Espoo. I guarantee it's not pronounced that way. Why um, not look it up? Because I don't oh. have time for that shit. All right. I didn't look up any 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 spell any any uh, phonics like pronu- at all. Pronunciation. Oh, all right. I well, want to be like I want to be like morbid the early years, you know. Oh. Like okay. when they get people pissed off for Naperville. No. <laughs> I'm gonna piss off the Finnish fans we have. Oh. <laughs> Do we okay. have Finnish fans? We're going that. I don't know. Yeah, I think there was. Oh, nice. So. Um, yeah, not no more. <laughs> not after Napu. This occurred. <laughs> No, S poo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I missed Nate well, with that poo. Here we go. <laughs> this occurred at a place called Lake Bodum in S poo. And then, so now this is weird. Now I wonder if it's kind of like the United States has a city and a state and then the country. You know, you're like, we're in, mm-hmm. in, in Sherrillville, Indiana, United States. 
Huh? It was New Zealand. Oh, because it says it's Espoo, Usima, Finland. So I'm guessing oh, okay. Espoo is the city, Usima, Usima is the state, and then Finland is the country. Um, so this this city is 22 kilometers, which I did that. I looked that up. It's 13.67 miles from Helsinki. Because, right. you know, us Americans do from miles. Helsinki? Yeah. Okie dokie. That's the capital of Finland. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, I'm 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 very fluent in Finnish now. I can move to Finland. <laughs> He's Finnish and Finnish. <laughs> so I need to get my my Finnish accent instead of my Australian accent now. What do they sound like? Who the Finnish? Yeah. No. Duke and Duke and Duke. <laughs> I am Sven. Why are they the Swedish Oh yeah, that's, that's Sweden, not Finland. Same thing. What? Like Sven from from from, uh, from Frozen. That's your only fucking connection. <laughs> it was the Swedish chef. Big summer blowout. <laughs> well, now we lost our Finnish fans. <laughs> what in the fuck did I? Why did I come today? <laughs> Hope to do. <laughs> so, is your parents listening or watching SmackDown? Yeah. Do you know what happened? I had yeah. to leave the house. Roman Reigns came back. I know. And John Cena and Lally Knight. Anyways, so <laughs> back to Espoo, Finland. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh Lord. So. Turn the poo. <laughs> I'm gonna go home. <laughs> On June 4th, 1960. Fuck. Oh, wow. This dates back. Myla. Mela. I'm gonna go with Mela. M A I L A. So I was listening to, to, to um, Morbid, and they pronounced it <laughs> Miley, like Miley Cyrus, but there's no Y. It's M A I L A. So I'm going with Myla. Myla Ermeli Bjorklund and Anja Tuliki Maki of SPU. <laughs> They left for a camping trip with their boyfriends. These girls were 15 years old. So, um, Myla was dating Niles, or Nils, it's N-I-L-S, Nils Wilhelm Gustafsson. And Anja was dating Seppo Antero Boisman. They were both 18 years old. So the girls are 15, the dudes are 18. Okay. And they're going away for like a romantic camping trip. You know, it's a Saturday, June 4th, they leave. Right. Um, so they, they arrive at this, next to this lake, Lake Bottom, and the boys, they park their motorbikes, they call them. So I'm guessing they're not full motorcycles, they're motorbikes. They park them like... Like, probably like dirt bikes. Yeah. They, they, on the same mopeds, but yeah. Yeah. They lean them against the tree, you know, and then they, they oh, yeah, set up... Um, bikes. Yeah. Um, the guys, the two guys, now they were good friends. So they were good friends dating you these gotta girls. You got to think that they're going on a camping trip, so they're going to go probably through rough terrain. Yeah. They're not riding a moped. Right. Or riding a dirt bike. I'm picturing, I'm picturing meep, just like... Meep, meep. Like a cafe cruiser, almost something smaller yeah, than that. Kind yeah, of like yeah, that. Yeah. Not a full bike, but... Well, when you said they leaned it against something, that yeah. I immediately went to dirt, back to dirt But you're bike. also looking 1960s, too, you know? So it's it's not it's not like the motorcycles we have oh, nowadays, yeah. you know? So um, so they they get there, and they, they set up a tent near the river, um, and literally, like, old-fashioned, a rope between two trees, hang some cloth over it, stake the bottoms down, mm-hmm. so it's just... A tent. Um, Primitive. You're right. You're right. They weren't. It wasn't glamping. It was. It was camping. Um, and they had. A, There's that word again. <laughs> they had a fun, <laughs> carefree day and like evening. Um, that that was what their plan was. So that was Saturday night. Now we wake up on the morning of Sunday, June fifth. The four were viciously attacked and beaten, sometime between four and six a.m. 
So Seppo and Anja were attacked, well, actually all four of them, they were attacked through the sides of the tent. Um, a knife was stabbed through multiple, multiple times and bludgeoned with a blunt object. Um, we do not know if it was a rock or a pipe. Well, I'll get to that later. But um, the attacker never entered the tent. Um, they murdered him through it, just stabbing and beating through the tent. That's it. Never even entered it. Jesus. Um, so like a blind blitz attack. Yeah, yeah. And it says uh, it was. it's unclear where Mila was attacked because she was found stripped from the waist down and lying on top of the crushed tent. Her attack was the most vicious. There was, it says, several wounds after she was dead already, post-mortem attack. Like, I believe I read she had somewhere like, I think, 15 stab wounds after she had died already. So post-mortem wounds. So she seemed to be the target. It's what it, it, it seems like. Um, so Or that she kept fighting. Something and that weird. He was so mad, or the killer, I don't know, he or she, right. was so mad that, like, the rage kept going, and he just, they, I guess, right. kept stabbing after she was dead. Right, right. And then I think, um, I read somewhere, and now I don't, I didn't write this down, because it was, like, last minute, like, and you can see I got, like, little notes even in the margins, so I'm like, yeah. damn it, I'm running out of space, <laughs> um, that, I don't know if it was Mila or or Seppo, but someone, they said they found, like, a three-inch, like, someone tried this, like, the blind stabbing went through their forehead. The knife went, like, three inches into their forehead. Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, so... <laughs> um, Jesus. So, besides besides Myla, next to her was her boyfriend, Nils. He was also on top of the crushed tent. So, the other two were inside the tent. These two were on top of the tent, on top of them. Um, like, they almost tried to get away. Yeah, like, like so as the attack happened, those two got out to, like, try and fight. Right. So, it says Nils, he had a fractured jaw, concussion, all kinds of cuts and facial injuries... But he was still alive. So wow. interesting. So he lived through this. Yes. So this is where, again, as I read more, you'll hear more. But it's kind of weird that usually when you hear someone is attacked post-mortem, it's personal attack. Like, why are you spending more time on my body after I'm dead? That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Yep, you did. So um, at 6 a.m., a group of bird watchers spotted the collapsed tent and reported. <laughs> Excuse me. That came out of nowhere. Svenja. Uh, and they reported a blonde man walking away. First of all, people that get up to watch birds at 6 a.m., <laughs> right. not my people. Like, I get up at 6 a.m. to drink coffee <laughs> and to drink coffee. So, you know what's interesting? Again, because I, I, I've referenced a few different places and then listening to more but to, get, to refill, refresh me, like to hear someone say it. Like, and that's how I'm trying to pronounce it better than what I wrote. Yeah. Um, it sounded like they said these group, group of bird watchers was like two teenage boys in a boat. So teenagers at 6 a.m. were bird watching. So, I mean, when I guess you don't really have any well, other technology this was the, I in, say this was the 60s. Right. Finland, where, yeah. that's where they're at. Yeah. Um, they found weed. <laughs> so, they, so they reported a blonde man walking away, but they thought nothing of it. They're like, oh, you know, big deal. It's a tent that's crushed and there's a guy walking away. didn't see any birds. Right. So there's, <laughs> there's nothing. Then, um, then at 11 a.m., the bodies were found by a carpenter out for a walk. I, I heard jogging or walking, but this said, I wrote walk. Um, he immediately called the authorities. So 11 a.m., he saw the bodies. Now, again, the police didn't show up till noon. But in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck? But go back to 1960. If he's walking by a lake... <laughs> He's got to get back to a house to call the police because there's no cell phones, no, you know. Right. And a lake, I'm sure there's not, like, neighbors everywhere, you know. So he had to get back to a house and contact the authorities. And then imagine it being, I mean, everything isn't like our police system. Right. So. Right. How, how you know. 
how, what how is do they the respond urgency? to time? Yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the police arrived midday, noon, when the three teenagers had already been dead for six hours. They rushed Niles, Nils, Nils, Nils to the hospital. And all he could remember from the attack was that the man wore black and red. So that's what he remembered because he had a concussion and, you know, he was blitzed, attacked, and blah, blah, blah. So this is a real short because there's not a lot of information. It's, it's funny because then even listening to more of it, they're like, there's not a shit ton of information about this case. It's weird. Um, mistakes were made from the very beginning. <laughs> the police failed to cordon off the crime scene, so it soon became contaminated. Yeah. So not only did they forget to not even cordon it off, but they requested help from the public right away. Hey, please help us come and find uh, evidence. Typical 70s, though. 60s. Oh, 60s. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. But, but yeah. it's it, that's so, typical of that time. I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah, they're like, hey, come help us. So they said there was like, everything was trampled on because it was, I think, hundreds of villagers just looking for stuff. <laughs> Svenja. Yeah, so, uh, typical, though, of that time. Like, it didn't matter if it was in the States or if it was overseas. Right, I mean, right. It, they were just like, so uh, we got budget cuts and uh, here's uh, I don't know why he has a New York accent. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, don't you know? Hey, right. Well, I can't. I'm not gonna do that. So, hey, uh, you know, uh, we uh, we're gonna we're gonna have Joe Schmo Finnin over here, Finnin, and the other Finnin over here. Uh, we're gonna have you trample on some bushes and uh, probably smash some important shit, and. Uh, Ditka, and then, uh, <laughs> you're going to uh, look for some evidence and uh, fuck all the other shit. <laughs> Period. Yes. Let me know if you find some good shit. Make sure you touch it and it hand it to me. Just like that. Oh, so you heard it. I heard a video recording of it and you sound you, just like it. I. That's where I got it from. <laughs> I'm glad you heard the same one. I, I thought it was weird too that he was... It's funny that we were doing the same case. We was, were just talking about it. He was New York Finnish. <laughs> New York Finnish. Catching a New York Finnish. <laughs> I've clearly had too much cough medicine and not enough sleep. I went Chicago, New York, finish. With a hint of Boston. Always. (laughs) Go Red Sox. Boo. So, uh, (laughs) I have written this down, which is weird, because it was a big note right in the middle. It says, it was obvious the attack had been blind and carried out from outside the tent. But by who? So it's weird. Like, it's just weird that I thought he meant that it was weird that he wrote something down. No. <laughs> yes. That's exactly who it was. <laughs> Shh, don't ruin the surprise ending. Well, you just did. Oh, yeah, you're right. What? No. Oh, you didn't hear it. Oh, that's right. You can't. You don't have that. Never mind. It was Jason oh. in the background. Um, so certain items were missing, which was very strange. They thought it was very strange that the keys to both motorbikes were gone, but the bikes were left behind. Um, Nils shoes were missing he was found barefoot when he was on top of the tent he was found barefoot so the strange and then some money and stuff was missing too just random items so the shoes and some of his clothes were found a half mile away partially hidden um investigators (laughs) (laughs) and that was the guy that lived right yes so it says this is Mm. this is important too that comes back later hinky Investigators proved the murderer had been wearing Nils' shoes during the murders. So I'll explain later how they proved that, but it's important now that they found the shoes hidden half a mile away, and it proved and they proved that the murderer was wearing his shoes and he so was barefoot. The guy that's still living <laughs> was wearing the murderer's shoes, 
No, the murderer was wearing his shoes. R- okay, right, 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 right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean speak, <laughs> but I did speak. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'd yes. like to solve the clue case. <laughs> yes. Um, Give me the envelope. <laughs> also, this is very important. Murder weapons have never been located, ever. Were they with the keys? No, the murder weapons have never been located. It was the shoe. <laughs> That's not blunt force enough, I think, or a knife. The knife, neither. So neither the knife or the blunt object used to beat them. Nothing has... Look in the lake. That's what I'm saying. Dredge the lake. Uh, yeah, you can dredge the lake. But, I mean, this, again, going back... 1960. This was the 1960s. I yeah. mean, the... They had Joe Schmo right. searching for their evidence. Hey, uh, don't and, you know we should look in the lake, maybe, guys? I don't know if that's... And they were probably... That's l- Canadian, but close enough. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting north. We're, getting, we're going more north. How many X's can we do? And be wrong in all of them. <laughs> Hi there, boys. <laughs> I now think we went... should done there, dear dredge that lake and dig up all them swamp there gators. Shit. We got more southern as I went on to you like that. Yeah. It was hot. You went all the way to Cajun. Thank you. Nice. I reckon. So. <laughs> what in the God fuck has happened to this episode? I don't know. It's a Dan episode. It, was, it, it is. It's a pretty good episode, though. I mean, it is. So, uh, there are four main suspects. Spoiler alert, this also has never been solved. This case is still unsolved to this day. Jesse, figure it out for us. <laughs> I mean... It, we need a hotline well, number. Just just, just wait till you hear this shit. I'm it's, saying, it's in, in my eyes, or in my thoughts, I mean, it's an open, open close fucking case. Correct. It's, it's already solved in my mind, too. So, but wait. But don't... You can't solve it. I have the manila envelope already. But so. wait, there's more. So... The first suspect, <clears throat> Carl Valdemar Gilstrom, or Gillistrom. All these fucking names are right. wild. He is known as the kiosk man. They had kiosks in the 60s? Why, you may ask? Yes. Because he had a kiosk near the lake. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about the same kiosk, huh? Like the I, one that sells proactive in the mall? I don't, I'm guessing, like, maybe a different, like a, like, like, like a, sh- a shanty, maybe? I don't know. I would prefer shanty. Yeah, but they called him like the kiosk man. Like what I saw man. the three raccoon men popping out of at yeah, work. Yeah, but he was literally known as the kiosk man. That's his name, the kiosk man, because he had a kiosk near the lake. <laughs> um... Police found no he hard evidence. And handling? <laughs> Police found no hard evidence to link him to the actual murders, but Carl had confessed multiple times to the murders, both while being drunk and while sober. Um, but police ignored these confessions because they considered him disturbed. <laughs> they thought he was mentally ill. I'm like, nah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's just he Carl. Lived in a fucking. Shack it's just by the, the kiosk lake. man. <laughs> um, so. This now, this is what I said. Now later, um, he was known notoriously hostile towards campers. He had been seen several times slashing tents and throwing rocks at them. So. So that tracks. So. Okay. Um. In uh, let's see. So then next I have, in 1969. Okay, here before I go there, this is an extra note I added later. So. While talking with a friend about the murders, Carl asked this friend, what should I do if I've been involved with these murders? And the friend said, well, you should go drown yourself in the lake because otherwise because otherwise, you'd spend the rest of your life in prison. In 1969, Carl drowned himself. or 19, Yeah, Carl drowned himself in Lake Bodum. It was ruled a suicide. So, Okie dokie, what a friend. First of yes, all, yes. we do not promote suicide. No, no. 
<laughs> but, but I guess he figured suicide was better than spending your life in prison, his friend thought. Yeah. So, But um, he didn't do it. Car- Wait, Carl was the shanty guy. Yes. Carl's the kiosk guy. It's still unsolved. So, Did he leave his shanty to anybody? I don't know. It didn't go into detail. Hopefully about not that. his friend. <laughs> Air quote friend. Uh, so, to continue with the Carl story. What the fuck? Uh, townspeople later said that it was Carl that they saw coming back from the murder scene, but they were too afraid to call the police about him. Um, he was also, after the murder had occurred, he was also seen pouring concrete down a well on his property to close up his well. Mm-hmm. Police never recovered DNA from him at all, ever. Uh, because and, why, right? Exactly, because why would you need this from this guy? It's just Carl saying stuff. He's not really the one that did it. Carl's um, just the crazy fucking kiosk guy. Right, right. Down by the lake. Um, in 2006, a book, <laughs> which I wrote title question mark because I looked everywhere and I can't find the fucking name of the title of the book or who wrote it, um, explains the theory in detail about, about Carl doing it. Um, the book also claims that the police almost immediately ignored much more evidence that was previously unknown to the public because of the language barriers, among other things. Yeah, we can't understand what he's saying. It's not good evidence. Fuck it. We don't need it. <laughs> so you can tell the police uh, work was great for this case. It's almost it, as bad as the John, Ra- uh, John Penny Ramsey Jesus. case. So. <laughs> Fucking Colorado police. Yes. So that's... Suspect number one. <laughs> I think that hit Danny. I did it. I don't know. Danny? Yeah, <laughs> oh, like that. That <laughs> accent. All right. Remember when Don was like, hey, Dan, like, <laughs> I will never forget that. Donnie. Donnie, where are you? Oh, shit. Donnie, come home now. <laughs> <laughs> so, the next... Uh, <clears throat> Continue, Danley. Yes. The next contestant on the... Who murdered these children? <laughs> Hans Osman. A-S-S-M-A-N-N. Asman, I'm calling him. I don't give a fuck if and I pronounce it wrong. Hans. It's Hans I thought Osman. you were going to say Hans Gruber. Nope, it's Hans Asman. Hans Osman. So, um... <laughs> he, that is all it is. He was rumored to be a KGB agent. Ooh. Ooh. I'm interested. Which, so, a little backstory now. Again, Morbid, I love you guys if you ever listen to us, and I, I'm using you as a reference. Literally, as I was on my way here, they were going over his part. So I guess he he's German. He's of German descent. No. He actually lived in Germany and was part of the SS. And oh. then fled Germany because he fell in love with a Jewish girl. Huh? And then um, he got arrested by Russians, and they talked him into being a KGB agent. That's his backstory. Wow. So it's this is all rumored stuff. We don't I know. know flip-flop. Exactly. Yeah. Talk about a life. So um, the day after the murders you happened. Oh, Hans Osman. Right. <laughs> On June 6th, he walked into a hospital in Helsinki with black fingernails all dirty and, like, mud and stuff underneath it and red stains on his clothing. Paint or blood? The doctors there, they, they said they would testify that it was blood. There's rumors that it was paint because he was painting. But So this guy did that. He also, he lived several, which is five kilometers, which I looked this up, three miles. He lived only three miles from the shore of Lake Bodum. So... Proximity, dirty nails, blood on his clothes, going to the hospital. Hmm. Um, but what was he going to the hospital for? He 
it didn't say he just he, he checked himself into the hospital and he they said he was faking being unconscious to get worked on i don't i didn't it's funny all the different places okay. i looked at didn't say what he was going there for okay i just didn't know if it was like wounds or yeah no it was like a psychotic it's, break it's, it's funny you're right why didn't i it's weird okay um i was just curious a series of popular books and i wrote title question mark but i did find this out later um <laughs> Claimed that Asman committed the Bodum killings and other murders. So this series of books claimed it. Um, the author is Jorma Paolo, J-O-R-M-A-P-A-L-O, and it was called, and this is probably in Finnish, Bodumin Arvoitis. So I have a picture of it. Like you know, when we do our post, I got pictures of of the the victims. I got pictures of of Hans Asman. I got pictures of the book title. So we got pictures of the. You guys can put your own Finnish accent on it. <laughs> hmm. So the police didn't take this book seriously. <laughs> they said... I think they're illiterate. They said, Asman had an alibi for the night of the Boda murders. Can we not call him Asman? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Or, or call him Asman. He, he had an alibi for the night of the Boda murders. But this was never released what his alibi was. So it says whether this was a legitimate alibi or if his status as a KGB offers him, uh, the officers offered him some immunity because of that. It's never been questioned what his alibi was. <laughs> Just, you Just, I, you yeah. good to go. So, I mean, they heard it, and I'm sure they know what it is. Right. And I think, again, one of the deeper things I was digging into, I think I did see someone, but out of like four or five different places I read about this, only one kind of mentioned the alibi was he was, um, it said he was uh, sleeping at his girlfriend's house, which wasn't his wife. It was an affair he was having. Mm. Um, but he spent the night there, and according to the girlfriend, they slept with the door ajar, and it was in the same position as when they went to bed. And if he would have left, she would have known the door moved or something weird like that. So, I don't know. That's just one place out of all the places I looked at. So, that's why I didn't, like, bother writing it but down. But also not foolproof. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, um, right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but also, it is also said that he was in Germany during the time of one of the other mother, uh, one of the other murders they accused him of. Okay. Um, he was a suspect in five other cases even confessing to one of them on his deathbed. Oh. Hmm. Uh, and he did match description of the blonde man leaving the tent that morning. Crazy spies. Right. Uh, <sighs> number three. <clears throat> and I don't this know how one... to say it in Finnish. Number three. <laughs> Nailed the fuck out of that one, Dan. Yep, that's it. I don't know why I expected him to actually say it. I looked at him so intensely. I know, I seen you. I was like, I'm going to say it. And then he said it, and I was not disappointed. Uber proven. Like, there it is. I was not fucking disappointed. Either one of them. This guy's name is fuck. Penty, P-E-N-T-T-I. I'm sure... And then Soininen, S O I N I N E N, Soininen. So, okay. So, what's his name? Penti Soninen. I call them Penenenen. That's a phenomenon. So. He was known for violent tendencies. Um, With a name like that, how could you? Right. <laughs> yes, seriously. That's fun as fuck. <laughs> so in the in the mid-1960s, he was locked up, and he claimed to a fellow inmate that he was responsible for the murders. Now, the police uh, eliminated him from their questioning, 
because he would have been 14 at the time of the murders. And uh, the police say he was too young to single-handedly overpower four teenagers, especially, and two older men, the 18-year-old men. Okay. Right. All right. Um, I'll, I'll I'll buy what they're selling a little bit. Right. And that's all that's said about him. Also, though, he committed suicide in prison on the ninth anniversary of the murders, June 6, 1969, by hanging himself in prison. Convenient. I was right. say, is that a coincidence? Or? Mm-hmm. So, really weird things. Can, okay. <laughs> on the note of that one, though. Yes. Two of them were found on top of the tent. Right. So, the two that were stabbed inside of the tent were sleeping. I bet you all four were sleeping. The other two Correct. got out. Yeah. So how hard to incapacitate someone that's sleeping? Exactly. Two people that are sleeping. Not very hard. Then two other people are now wounded. Right. So I don't really think it's that difficult. And and again, all my research nowhere mentions like how big these people are. Right. Like were the eighteen year old six five two fifty football players? Football was players, he right. was he five four like you know like a little skin? Like it doesn't Jamaican's say how big they were. Bobsled team. Right. 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 Like, I so know. I don't know how big they were for them to say that, but they're saying no nope, because Fill he was fourteen. Fill the rhyme. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember. Did they the bobsled in Finland? I don't know. Or did they dog sled? What kind of sledding do they do in Finland? Let us know, Finless. Li- fin- fin- finless. Fin- wow. Finless listeners. Well, we're Finless right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're having an episode, guys. Um, so. I almost fall over. <laughs> <laughs> the next and final <clears throat> person on our suspect list is Nils Gustafsson. If you recall, he ding, is ding, the boyfriend. Ding, ding, ding. Who survived the attack? So, Whoa. late March... Why would he be a suspect? I don't know. Let's, let's revisit I haven't this. figured it out. So, late March 2004, which is 44 years later, he was arrested. Dun, dun, dun! And here's the theory that the prosecutors put out there. Just a theory, though? Well, the theory <laughs> said the two men, meaning Nils and um, the other dude, I forgot his name already... Nils Synonym. Seppo. Oh, so. okay. Seppo. Nils and Seppo had an argument and they got into a fight. Um, there's been different things what the argument could have been about, just anything as random as nothing, or the fact that uh, uh, Nils' girlfriend turned him down for sex and he was angry and thought whatever and then fought with the other guy. Um, Nils' jaw was fractured during the fight. This angered him so much that he decided to murder everyone. He then walked away to hide the evidence. This was the man seen walking at 6 a.m. And then he returned to the scene and he caused more injuries to himself before pretending to be unconscious on top of the tent. That's the theory. Rocket scientists. I, I swear to you. <laughs> rocket scientists. So. Wow. In early. So this was late March 2004. It so took 40 years to come up with that? 44. Yeah. 44. Sorry. I can't math. So, um, <laughs> but I came up with that one. In early 2005, the Finnish National Bureau of Investigation declared the case was solved based on new forensic analysis of the blood science. Um, the trial started on August 4th, 2005. The defense argued that the murders done by one or more outsiders was done by more, one or more outsiders, and Nils couldn't have possibly killed three people due to the extent of his injuries. Uh, Excuse me, that's kind of the point of the prosecutor saying that the injuries were done after the fact. Like, right. So you're trying, they're trying to argue that the injuries were done ahead of time. Like, they were saying, like, oh, wait, your theory's wrong. If he got into a fight and his jaw was broken and he was on, uh, and he had a concussion, how's he going to kill three people? Does the defense also have had injuries? I, I guess so. So, 
So modern DNA analysis showed that the three murdered victims' blood was on Nil's shoes, but there was no trace at all of his blood on these shoes, completely absent Nil's blood, nor to be found on these shoes. Wow, almost like he wasn't wearing them. Yes. Who so. knew? <laughs> um, so I don't know a good place to put this because it kind of ties in the Nils, but I have a description of the suspect that all over the years, so I want to put it in now you know before I go further. know what doesn't tie in the Nils? His fucking shoelaces. Right. <laughs> So, moron. and then I have a—I actually have a sketch that I, I took a picture of too, the the, the composite oh, cool. sketch that I can share too. So, the description of the suspect—he was between the ages of twenty and thirty. He was neither young nor old, and it's weird the way it's written. Right. <laughs> With an average body type, and then in parentheses, he was heavier than Nils, which this is why I said I know where to—I didn't want to put it before I You're named right. him a suspect. Right. Uh, he had a round face, long blonde hair combed back, uh, red cheeks, a short neck. Uh, high wrinkled forehead, big eyes, the color's unknown, normal ears, a straight nose, forceful <laughs> lips, <laughs> a firm jaw, and normal light brows, white teeth, big and thick fingers. Ugly motherfucker. Clothing. He was wearing a checkered shirt with black buttons, and it was buttoned up. Uh, a multicolored sweater, sweater, black and green, over it. <gasps> it's Danny. <laughs> You're right. Dun dun dun. Oh my God, we're all gonna die. Eventually. <laughs> By the just, hands of Dan. Just, just wear shoes, please. <laughs> I don't never shoeless. I don't like being barefoot. I'm the same. <laughs> I fucking love wearing. Um. So the prosecutors then went on to say, due to the lack of Nils' blood on the shoes, his injuries occurred at a different time. The only explanation is that Nils committed the murders, faked the theft of the items by hiding them, then further injured himself, and now we return to the tent barefoot and pretended to be unconscious. So again, they say the same thing, but duh, it makes sense. Uh, so the alleged ID by the two bird watchers of Nils at the at the as a tall blonde man on the scene. So this is what the prosecutors are. So they allege that the ID by the two bird watchers was Nils. Prosecutor also stated that Nils had been overheard making an incriminating incriminating remark. (laughs) Very good. Doesn't say what the incriminating remark was, just he's been overheard making a remark. They also stated, the prosecutor also stated that a decade after the murders, he had bragged to a woman of his guilt. Um, So this was August 2005 that it started. October 7th, 2005, he's acquitted of all charges. What? The court explained the verdict as, and this is, I'm probably all quote because the way this is written sounds like court talk. Uh, the verdict, it was due to the prosecution prosecution's evidence being inconclusive, failure to show Nils had a motive appropriate to a crime of such extreme seriousness, and certainty about the facts now being impossible given the time that had elapsed. So they're saying that because it's been so long, they can't be sure the facts are the facts. Um the state of Finland paid him 44,900 uh, euros, which I figured that out, is $47,201.12 for the mental suffering caused by the long remand time, but he was refused permission to sue Finnish newspapers for defamation of character. You've got to be fucking kidding <laughs> <No>. me. <laughs> so there have been no other suspects brought forward or, or charged or whatever since Nils. What about just a kid being... Like, roid ragey. Like, right. I, not even the fact that he was on drugs, but, like, I'm just saying, like, 
pissed off. Right, right. Seriously. Like, dude pissed me off. I'll beat the shit out of him. I'm going to beat the shit out of these broads. Right. Who cares? <laughs> I'm so pissed. Um, the suspicion of Nils still remains in Finland. Yeah, really? And this is known as the most horrific, and it is the longest unsolved crime in Finland's history. Um, yeah, because they're all pissed and no one else wants to murder anybody because they're just afraid that right. these dumbasses are going to walk all over everything. <laughs> so, now you may ask me, how does this tie into Friday the 13th? As you may have figured out. This is what it's based on. <laughs> Someone being killed at a campsite. Um, if, if you guys have watched the Friday the 13th movies, you've seen that there's been a few that... Jason takes a full sleeping bag, slams them against this. So, long story short, um, the people that have written and made Friday the 13th deny the end of no time that, you know, or all time, whatever, that they did not base their series on this murders. Really? But the evidence and the way the facts are, that they, most people think they're just saying that, but oh, the, the consensus is that Friday the 13th was based off of this murder. No shit. Um, I didn't write it down, but there is a Finnish hardcore death metal band called uh, either Children of Bodom or Lake of Bodom. They're, so they're named after it. Um, there was a movie called Lake or the Bodom Lake Massacre or something created in a long time ago. Um, I don't know why, but Lizzie Borden popped up in my head. Oh, that's a good case, too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's just, man... Uh, it, it, and it says it's short to the point because there's not a lot of shit out there about it. And then the more I read, there's a few facts here and there that are just, you know, don't make sense. But that's that's the end. I don't have, you know, <laughs> much more than that. But there's, there's the four suspects, like me. So this guy is still alive. I don't think he's died yet. And he's just willy-nilly walking around butthurt because <laughs> somebody hurt his reputation. Yes. Oh, poor dude. Um, but it, it's someone weird. should buy him a tent. I, I don't. I think it was, was uh the kiosk man, S man. To me, to, like the way the way it all. Hans Osman. So, oh, here's another thing that I um. How his name is that? I heard. I heard. I read later too that I didn't write in my notes, but Hans Osman, the way it says he, he 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 um, matched the description of the man leaving. Supposedly, when he walked into the hospital, he had long blonde hair um, brushed back. A few days after the murders were announced, his hair was all of a sudden cut. He cut his hair. Huh. So also convenient. Mm-hmm. There's, there's all these. They all make sense except for the 14-year-old. I mean, he he could have done it, but there's not a lot about him because they just let him go because now nah, he's too young. He couldn't have done it. <laughs> I mean, because people while they're sleeping aren't vulnerable. At right, all. right, right. So it, it's just it's an interesting one, and uh, it's another one that I've always thought about too. Like, it's frustrating. It's coming for you. <laughs> frustrating. So, uh, with that being said, guys, that's, that's good case, Dan. My case, I. And we leave the, the, the thinkers with another unsolved one, but Jesse will solve this one too, and we've got to call Crime Stoppers. So. Here's, I here's, so, it already. Here's the th- I know, you said it, so I'm repeating it. I'm repeating it. I'm not taking credit for that. You said it. Jesse can't solve it. I solved it. Oh, yeah. I, so, again, the most recent article I read was written in April of 23, so there was no updates about them being solved. But this is me, and maybe it's been done behind the scenes and it's not being announced because there's a language barrier, I guess, but can't they get – 
Han's remains to get DNA off him, unless he was cremated, I guess. But these people are no, or or Carl, the one that he's committed suicide by drowning himself after his butt. That's the one I think it is. Carl, not Hans. I think Carl did it because he was kiosk man. Yeah, kiosk man, known to well, like I said, but maybe. Okay, so here's my thing. Dude lived in a kiosk. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming a small residence, <clears throat> or maybe even a shanty. Uh, could have been poor. Yep. So family doesn't have money for a funeral. He may have been uh, not even a ward of the state. <laughs> well, that too. So where's his body? Are there even remains left? Right. If he was cremated, I mean. Yeah. Uh, so, but how are things handled in Finland? Right. True. True. But, and, and especially the 60s. in the sixties. Yeah. Right. So I mean. So it's just yeah. I, I, a lot I of bet, things like that could well, be way up in the air. Right. Right. And so I think. So but their the, hands but, might be tied. But Nils, again, it just so happens the murderer wear the same size shoes. Same size shoes. Same size shoes. Oh my god, he's turned into a finish. Oh. <laughs> he's finished his transformation. Right. <laughs> right. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's just so much. I don't know. I think yeah, the 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 suspects is just. It, it to me, there's only one. You think it's Nils? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A half a mile's not far. Right. I, I, shoes don't walk themselves. Right. Uh, first of all, that is you can ask my mother. That is one of my biggest fears, and that's why I don't go antique shopping. I'm afraid that antique shoes are going to follow me and stomp me to death. What? Listen, that's why everyone, you don't want. That's why you don't want to go to the antique shop in Highland. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I keep we we pass. I'm like, we really got to go there, and she's just like, yeah. We never I'm talk about it anymore. About it. You can ask my mom. Terrified of them. I'm afraid that they're. I'm gonna hear. <laughs> and they're just gonna kill me. Anyways, but like they don't. They don't walk themselves. And then how convenient that all the shits over there. His blood is the only blood that's not on him. She can't hear that. I've had enough fun. I want to go eat my food. <laughs> yeah, it's. Hmm. I don't know. That's an interesting case, I, and I like how um, it could be possibly tied into that into the movie. Right, right. And like I said, it's just the first time I ever heard this. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that sounds like Jason coming across campers. Shouldn't be having sex. Them counselors were having sex instead of watching my boy. <laughs> <laughs> my sweet little Jason. Yeah. Like my friend's baby. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Yeah. That, oh. cool. <laughs> that is awesome. So, uh, with that, um, I want to, uh, you know what we don't ever say? And I want to throw this out there. If any of y'all have <clears throat> made it to the end with us and you're listening, Rate us on on whatever platform. Like, if you can still do that, give us four, five, star, five stars, whatever it is, because I guess that helps. It helps the helps to get our name out there more. Like so, that, yeah. If you don't like us, don't give us a bad rating. Just walk away, turn your computer off, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If you do like us or you don't even care and you just want to help us, just give us five stars. Help us out. Get us out there a little bit more. Uh, yeah, and if you guys listen on on Spotify, you actually can rate us on Spotify now. Yeah. Um, and also we've said it before and we haven't, no one has reached out, but 
If you want a sticker, we have stickers we can send you guys. Yes. Reach out. Yes. Uh, Which, by the way, I still have two stickers I need to send out. I'm going to see Jesse tomorrow, and I've had my, one for him forever. Right. So I, I'll see Jesse tomorrow. I'll give him his. Um, but, yeah, like, don't be shy. Thinkers, reach out to us. Seriously. And, uh, yeah, I hope you had fun listening to this one. This was <laughs> we, an interesting we were, case. We were all three in a goofy mood, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. That was the first. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, guys, uh, you can find us on all your major podcast platforms on Instagram at impulsive thoughts underscore pod, um, Facebook at uh, impulsive thoughts, Twitter is I always forget thoughts pod twenty twenty three. She was on it this time. See, yeah. she was awake last time. She wasn't. <laughs> I'm barely pulling through. <laughs> also, uh, I, I just want to make an announcement. I am. We were so close. <laughs> I am TikTok famous now, so. That's what you stopped this for? Yes, I'm TikTok famous. I updated an inv- I uploaded a video last week, and I'm up to like 400,000, 500,000 views. Yes. Just views? Just views. No likes? Okay, then. I got likes, that, too. You're not that TikTok famous. I am TikTok famous. <laughs> I'm taking it as TikTok famous. I don't have a fucking TikTok, and I'm so happy about it. 388.3 thousand views, 1,422 likes, 176 favorites, and I don't know what's going on with my voice right now. Can we- <laughs> All right. So, <coughs> I am Lupe. Your favorite host with Debatable. the most. Debatable. <laughs> and thinkers, we are joined here today with Mr. Why? Whoa. What is wrong with my sweet? Holy speech? Hispanic. <laughs> Mister. 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 Get this off. Okay, I'm sorry. Joined here with, with Mr. Dan. <laughs> well. Mr. Dano. Good day, Mike. It's been nice working with you. <laughs> Fuck. And I miss LEP. That me says how me says And we are out this bitch. Peace. Wait. Don't believe oh. everything you think. Oh yeah, and don't believe everything you think. <laughs>